One of my favorite deeper dives of 2023 was the one we did with Nurse Nikki on the new mastitis protocol. We got so many great questions and comments during the deeper dive from all those who attended live. Shout out to Naomi, who told us at the end that she was going to fix all her care plans right away. Same, Naomi. Use the link in the show notes to subscribe and have monthly live access to all of our deeper dives, as well as all of our recordings going all the way back to January of 2020. You don't want to miss out on this. And we can't wait to see you at the next deeper dive. I'm Annie. And I'm Leah. And this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's dive in. Well, hey there, Leah. Hey, Annie. How are you doing? I am fine. It is, we're recording this in May where it is endless winter, but apparently it's getting hot in Texas where you are. A hundred percent. We're definitely getting hot. And um, it's so funny because this heat has made me think of you more often <laughs> because of warm seltzer. If anybody heard our, our podcast early on, there was a lot of talk about seltzer waters. And <laughs> yesterday I had an old warm seltzer and it was the only liquid in my car and I needed something. So I picked up that can of warm seltzer and took a big swig and I thought, oh, Annie and her warm seltzer. (laughs) I live by my warm seltzer. We had, we got in the car and then I promise you we'll talk about private practice things, but you just made me think about my warm seltzer in my car. And there was one in the door and my younger daughter was thirsty. She's like, I'm thirsty. I'm like, well, there's seltzer in the door. This was not an open seltzer, by oh. the way. And she goes, that seltzer's old. And I'm like, oh, I have failed as a parent. I can't get my children to drink warm seltzer warm that's seltzer. not even open. How am I going to get them to drink warm seltzer that's been sitting in the car for four days when they're thirsty? I am a failure. We're gonna have to work on that one for sure, you know, and and we can use that technique that you have of like, hold, hold it in front of the AC for a little bit. And it gets a little bit better. <laughs> it it works. It totally works. Well, I think maybe the warm seltzer in front of the AC is a perfect example of something that I should clean out of my private practice workflow, which is the topic of our episode today. Yes, we're we're spinning off on, you know, uh, if you've ever heard anything from Marie Kondo, she talks about sparking joy um, with the things that are around you and cleaning out is um, a way to kind of filter through the things that aren't bringing you joy and really hone in on keeping the things around you that truly bring you joy. And we wanted to take that idea and apply it to private practice because There will be times in your practice where you're overwhelmed and you're burnt out or you're coming to some crossroads and new opportunities are showing up, but you know you can't keep everything on your plate and you're going to need to kind of do the Marie Kondo style of cleaning out where you're going to hold that thing in your hands and think, is this sparking joy or is it not? And if it's not, how can we move it out of private practice for us? And When I thought about this, I thought, well, this could be so many things from physical, like, do I really need to keep, you know, this canister of 
whatever, or this, you know, tool that I thought I was going to use all the time. I, you know, for example, I bought these teething things and, and different cups that I thought, oh, I'll be in this like bottle refusal visit and, and I'll want this and I'll, and literally has never happened. (laughs) So I'm thinking, you know, I probably don't need those. Maybe they can stay in my car in the trunk, but I really don't feel like I need those in my bag that goes in every single consult with me. I had this envision that I'd be like the really cool lactation consultant that would pull out this really cool tool. Uh, Hasn't happened yet. (laughs) And so I think, you know, that's a way that I can say like, can I clean out this bag a little bit? Can I downsize this bag a little bit and really only bring necessities in with me? So it could be physical things, but it could also be like, more than that, like, what are you doing in your practice? Have you ever thought about that? Like things you've committed to or things that you're, you know, systems that you're using or things that you're committed to like, oh, is this working? Yeah. I mean, I do feel like I reflect on that maybe more frequently than most people do just because I'm trying to learn how everything works so I can teach everybody else how it works. So I'm often more in in the situation where I'm trying to stop myself from letting go of something in order to replace it with something else that I, I'm like, you don't need this new thing. What you have works just great. I do, I do get that shiny object syndrome. I mean, I too, um, bought, you know, filled my Amazon cart with things like (laughs) fancy teethers and the balls with the little nubs on it after hearing Susan Howard speak about bottle refusal. And because I think she is one of those Elsie's that goes in with all the stuff and it's a great and I'm like, I would like to be her because she teaches on it so well, but I, I don't use them. And, you know, I think what I what I've been doing is I have been really combing through my, my forms, like my intake forms, and kind of saying like, there are some things where every time it comes through, and I'm, I'm like reading through it, I'm like, Oh, it drives me crazy that it says that another time, another time, I'm like, well, it, this is a, it, it is a good time to, to just sit down and be like today, I'm going to take care of my forms and I'm just going to make all the changes that I want to make. Um, and not let this does not have to keep going on and on and on. It's so funny. You say that because I have this one sentence on my one form and I do the same thing. I like, every time I see it, I'm like, I'm, I've got to change that. Like, it doesn't make sense. People are answering the question incorrectly. Like they're not answering what I'm actually asking. So I know it's not coming through to the parents. And I do say, I, every time I sit down and read it, I go, oh, gotta go change that thing. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it on the list of things to do. And I, I literally have a sticky note right next to me here uh, that says, go change that on that section. And it's so funny because I, I do. I know it's not sparking joy to have it there. And I get so flustered. I have one on my, the intake queue templates that I share with people, that people buy from me. And if you're listening and you bought my intake queue forms, you probably know about where it's like next to like your baby's doctor's name. And then it says group practice. And in parentheses, it said it was like, if applicable. And for some reason it had two F's in if, so it was I F F and And I was like, so like having a little mistake like that is so unprofessional. And it's like, I've had that mistake there for like over a year. And then I would do intake queue customizations for people. And I'd be like, you know, let me know anything you want me to change. And like, I can't tell you like 
how like they all were like can you please remove that extra, <laughs> that extra and every time I would be like you know what I could just remove that from the master that Amanda <laughs> shares with everybody and then I, none of us will have this problem but I never did it in the moment I think I recently did it and I need to make sure now that I'm recording hold, I'm gonna hold myself to it that before I get up from this chair I'm gonna remove that stupid extra f that is like it's so embarrassing to me we that can do it and allow that <laughs> we're gonna do it we're pausing this recording for a typo correction please hold <laughs> okay I'm back I took away that extra f oh I feel so much better now 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 Amanda's gonna get flooded with people emailing being like can you share the new forms I really all I did was remove the extra f I haven't made any substantive changes to my intake <laughs> templates right now right oh, I'm my sorry goodness. about the f but there really are like times where you might come to a crossroads and maybe a new opportunity has come up for you. You know, you, somebody wants you to come and, and be part of a collaborative with them or, you know, work inside a physician's office or maybe a, um, a hospital position has opened up and you're like, oh, maybe I want to do that on the side. But that might mean you need to clean out what you're doing so that you have space for that. You know, because I think a lot of times, and I know this is so true for me, I have so many hats in my practice um, that I oftentimes come around and think, okay, what's actually working for me? Like, I keep working at the dentist office, even though it is a bit taxing, but I'm constantly learning there. So I'm like, okay, this is good for me. It's sparking joy. It's a good fit for me, even though. I know I can't take on some other things because I'm choosing to keep that in play. And, and I, I do reflect on it often because there are, you know, other things and you kind of have to really see like, what is truly sparking joy? Am I doing this because it's helpful to me or fuels my, you know, entrepreneurial flames, those kinds of things, or is it taking away where I feel like this is draining me and I really need to take a good hard look at, does this need to come? out of my practice. And that could be even, I was thinking about systems, you know, I think sometimes we need to do a systems clean out, you know, you create a system for yourself. I know I've done this and it's like maybe 10 steps too many, or the flow isn't the workflow isn't, isn't working anymore, but we just keep doing it because it's just what we do. And the flow is there. And it's like, why change what we're doing? The flow is there, you know? Uh, but I do think it's really so powerful to maybe even set a time that you're going to kind of do this overview, like just kind of piecing through all of your practice and seeing what's working, what's not working. What do I dread every single day that I have to go do? Or what do I, like we've been talking about, roll our eyes at ourselves. Like, why am I doing this? I'm doing something that is a, or leaving something undone that a hundred percent would make my life better, easier, able to do. So that's really what I was thinking at when I come through this, uh, this clean out, but you know, Annie, what have you also, other than the, the typo, what else is kind of coming to mind when you're thinking about like sparking joy with a clean out? Well, you know, when you mentioned systems, that's something I have actually been really focusing on lately and looking at the systems I'm using and, and are they working? Are they not working? And what happens to me? is that I end up with a system or the idea for the system. And like, I have people and, and somebody even just said this to me recently was like, oh, you're so good with systems. And I actually don't think I am. 
in the way that somebody needs to be. So what happens to me is I will say, okay, this, I need this thing to happen. I will come up with a way that that thing could happen. And then I end up working so hard and spending so much energy in making this way that I came up with the best version of itself without stopping to ask, is this actually accomplishing the bigger goal that I have? Is it solving the problem that it needs to solve? So for example, um, I was working through the workflows that I have for managing clients that come to my company for website design and branding services and social media and SEO and that's and customizations. And that can sometimes involve a lot of moving parts and it's a lot of people. And I know this isn't the same as private practice, but it, as an example of like what happens, like this, this could be you know, applied to like a group practice or even your workflow with your admin. And so I was looking at, it, I'm like, well, I have, I want to make sure that I, you know, number one, I always know the status of every project. And number two, I want to make sure that the clients have what they need to get us what we need. I'm going to take just a minute to tell you about Kathy's upcoming course. It is called Understanding Infant Reflux and Related Conditions in Lactation Practice. Early bird pricing is open now through May 16th, and which is the day, May 16th, when all of the course content is going to open. We've got six hours of recorded videos plus an additional two SERPs. So that's eight L SERPs total for self-study work that Kathy is going to be grading and reviewing and giving you feedback on. So Kathy, you put your heart and soul into this course. I know all of the research that you did. What is one of the things that you're most excited about teaching learners in this course? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't pay any attention to occult blood in the stool. I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many. It's filled with nuggets and gems like that. Every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that. You'll have once you're in, you're going to have all the way until May of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again. So we're so excited that Kathy put this course together for us. And so I came up with these, like, I can't even tell you how elaborate they were, like step-by-step, step, like move the ClickUp card here and change the status <laughs> and do this. And then I got to the end and I was going back and forth with the person who was going to, was helping me with it. And she was like, okay, but do you want this step to happen first or second or which one? And I was like, wait, 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 hold on a minute. <laughs> We got into the problem where you're like, I'm, I'm now just saying like, how do I perfect this thing? But like, can we stop and say, does this thing actually solve the problems that I have? And we kind of came to the agreement that like, I actually, I, I just, I, I don't want it to be that granular. Um, I just want to figure out how we can all have, you know, accountability. And so it was just really interesting to remember that I might have a tidy mind that doesn't mean I'm good at systems. And so looking for help and, and 
And even for me, at the very least, asking, what is the problem that I'm trying to solve with this system? And then did my idea for solving it actually solve it before I spend any more time trying to make it better? Yeah, yeah. Because you can kind of get in the weeds in systems because there's so many, like even down to like all the applications that you can use. And then you got to customize all the applications and then you got to like set up all the the boards and the, you know, the checkboxes and, and like, oh my gosh, you can get so in the weeds. And then you're like, in the end, you're like, oh this might not be as useful as I thought it was. Or like you said, it's not solving the problem or the people that I'm collaborating with. It's not working for them the way I envisioned it would work for them or they're not you know, able to utilize it the way I envisioned they would utilize it. You know, So it's really so helpful in private practice, I think, because a lot of times we are working on our own or maybe just with one other person. You know, If you have a group practice or an admin or something like that, is to maybe reach outside of your business to just kind of talk through. Because one thing that I found so interesting, I had a life coach for a while and I was, you know, just sharing some of my woes of things that are struggling. And oh my gosh, she was like, well, have you ever thought of doing XYZ? And I'm like, wait, what? Like, no, I had never thought of doing X, Y, Z because I was just holding on to like, this is how you do it. And there's no other way. And that's all I know. And I never really thought to look outside of that pain point to see if there was something else that I could do. And I think, you know, Annie, you've shed so much light on you with paperless and like all the things that we can do, how those pain points, you know, so many of us hadn't thought how we could do all this, you know, electronically or um, with more ease and things that just kind of flow so easily from that electronic kind of pre-set up systems. But it was, it was so helpful to get to share with somebody else, like, Hey, this is something that I, it's not working for me. And I'm really stuck on if this is just like, I got to suck it up because this is not a fun thing that I got to do it the way that it's done. Or is there like something creative or something that I haven't considered outside of the box tool or um, just an idea that might trigger me to be able to set up a new system or create something new that would really help? So I think it's helpful if you like have some system to it, like maybe you're going to look at um, time management things. And then maybe you're going to look at the, you know, way that you're working through your charting and, you know, things like that, like have a system to how you're going to kind of plan your clean out from physical clean out of things or, you know, your systems or uh, your charting, you know, you could kind of go through it piece by piece to really see what's working, what's not working. And also make sure that the things you are choosing are things that are keeping you kind of fueled and on fire for your, for your job and your business and keep it growing and thriving. Definitely. And, you know, getting rid of the things that are worn out, dusty, you know, that can happen with your, your charting. Um, You know, you might find that there's a, you know, perfect example. I did, you know, Kristen Cavuto's mental health first aid, and she, you know, talked about all the charting templates. I mean, all the screening tools. So I, had them all like converted into intake queue. And I was like, I'm going to use them all. And I know, I know Kristen, if you're listening, I know you want us to use lots of different screening tools and, um, but I'm not going to use all of them. I don't need all of them. So, and then they sit there in my intake queue, sort of like mocking me. (laughs) Are you using me? Yeah. 
they're not being used. So I can delete them and I can be okay with that. I know that they exist. I know that I've got the ones in my rotation that I know are working for my practice. And the same thing goes for my, you know, my scale bag, which has been, you know, woefully neglected this year, barely used, but you know, I could go in there and find out if like my bag of nipple shields is still in pretty good shape. Maybe, maybe I want to show my private practice some love by like just washing those nipple shields that are in the Ziploc bag. They get, they do get a little dusty, um, you know, just from sitting around. I did um, a home visit the other day and I was kind of getting things organized and I was like, you know what? I'm not wearing a face shield for home visits. I think I can take this out of my bag. I think that's going to be okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I have done that so many times, like had to re, you know, kind of as things have changed through the this pandemic, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not using this anymore. I can move that away. I'm not like take it out of my car, get things more streamlined in my kind of in and out of my car system that I have. It's It's been really helpful to keep up with some clean out kind of in a reflective way. Like, am I using this? Am I not? Like, on a regular basis. And especially as things are shifting and changing for you as well. Definitely. I, um, it's funny, like one of the things that I keep in my scale bag is I keep reading glasses in my scale bag. This is like such a funny thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm in a little (laughs) loopy mood. I'm going to, I'm going to share with you something that's changing for me, my eyesight. And I've been trying to actually figure like optimize, what do I actually want for a home visit? Do I want to be able to wear, if I wear my contact lenses that I can see distance, I have to wear reading glasses. But if I wear contact lenses where I don't need reading glasses, I can't see as clearly far away. Hmm. And so this has actually occupied a lot more of my thought than one might think now that I'm back into home visits, because I'm actually like, what is my system? Can I, I don't, I'm not used to wearing the glasses with the face mask and they fog up. Um, maybe I just get my husband to drive me to my home visits and I don't have to worry about my distance vision. Do I keep two sets of contact lenses and swap them out? What's my workflow for that? And, um, it's just like an example of something like this layer of complexity that has come in, in the last year as I've gotten older. And also I know that all the time I spend on my computer has uh, really weakened my eyesight has gotten like, it's gotten worse over the last year, but it's all like these things where you're like, I am not ever going to be the person every day. Like today, I'm not the person I was yesterday and I'm, I won't be the same person tomorrow. All these things are going to change. If I keep trying to do things the same way, if I keep trying to look at things the same way that I always have with the same lenses, Mm -hmm. um, that's where I'm going to get into trouble. I mean, (laughs) cause it's, they're not, I'm not always going to have the same, I'm just really stretching this metaphor. um, (laughs) I like it. I like it. Keep going. You know, you get it. Like my my eyes are literally not the same. I literally (laughs) do not see the same today that I did yesterday. Absolutely. Yeah. So what we're saying for you and what we want to share with for you is that don't be afraid to do a private practice clean out and really take that moment to see what is bringing you more fuel, more energy, more joy. What's not? Let's get rid of it or change it or fix it or make it in a better 
pair of glasses. <laughs> Maybe you need to break down and just get like me. I have the three levels of vision, but I know you don't like to wear glasses. And you have like, I know you told me like your glasses are like super high strength. Oh, I got, yeah, I got new glasses crazy. and they're, they're progressives. That's what I have. I don't, I still don't really understand how they work. So. It takes a while. Just FYI, anybody out there as you're, you're mid forties, it's going to happen to everybody. I feel like you're like, I moved to progressives. It took me like two weeks of feeling nauseous a lot of the time. And then finally my eyes adjusted and now I can't live life without them. But, but anyway, back to the point, don't be afraid to do that clean out, do that reflection. And we're encouraging you to do that. This is what helps you be the amazing provider that you are by keeping things neat and tidy around you and in you and for you. Um, and we just hope that this sparks a moment. We want to hear about what you're cleaning out, what's, what you're kicking to the curb, what you're hanging tight to. Um, please share that with us. We love to hear feedback from you guys. And, um, and we hope that you have a wonderful summer. Yeah, we are going to be um, taking off for the summer. And so you'll be, we've got some rebroadcasts lined up of some um, past favorite episodes of ours. However, we're not taking the whole summer off because we're still having our deeper dives this summer. Every once a month, it's usually the second or third Wednesday of the month. We talk to a different um, person in private practice about their private practice. And you can check out our summer schedule at learn.anniefrisbee.com slash lactation business coaching where you can also um, sign up to pay monthly, or you can buy any of our deeper dives one at a time a la carte. You can sign up for my mailing list where you'll get notified when each month with the new deeper dive, but they're really fun. They're recorded so you can watch them later and um, really hope you'll be there for that. And we'll be back in the fall with brand new episodes. So um, thanks again for listening and for all your support. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Did you know that for just $15 a month, you can join our live deeper dives and also get all of our recordings back through January of 2020. Sign up today and be part of the conversation. The magic happens when you show up.